Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hello, America, and happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sunday Brunch Edition of John Solomon Reports. We got ourselves a good show. Four very compelling interviews. You're going to want to hear all of them. There's so much concern that our country has about the justice system, the intelligence system, the weaponization of the intelligence world. Former congressman, former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, the man who first unraveled Russia collusion, Congressman Devin Nunes is here. That's going to be a really fun conversation. You're going to want to check that out. Later in the show, a former U.S. attorney, and I think one of the most compelling voices in all of the judicial space today, he runs a group called Right on Crime, trying to solve the crime problems that are plaguing this country, particularly in Democrat cities, where releasing felonious, violent criminals has become the norm, not the alternative or the exception. I think that would be pretty extraordinary. Brett Tolman's going to be here. He's going to evaluate a bunch of things, including something we haven't talked much about on this show, but the U.S. attorney in Boston, somebody that Kamala Harris went to the well to get her approved. She won only by one vote, the vice president's tie-breaking vote earlier in Senate confirmation, stepping down amid multiple ethics issues, including a possible Hatch Act violation, inappropriately attending a political event as a federal prosecutor. Again, more signs that our Justice Department is becoming more and more political. You're not going to want to miss what Brett Tolman has to say. He always brings wisdom. He brings a constitutional perspective to things. I think you're going to enjoy what he has to bring to the table today, like every time he comes on the show. Then we've got Seamus Bruner. You know him. He's been my partner in crime on a very important book called Fallout that traced the enrichment of the Clinton and Biden dynasties. He's going to join us on the latest revelations on Hunter Biden, on Russia collusion, the John Durham report. He's got some pretty big thoughts about what happened, why they're happening, and what could be coming down the road. Those are all very important conversations And then we'll finish up with a great conversation on the economy and so much going on. You won't want to miss that as well. We'll have that back to back to back right after these commercial messages. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected 
for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code just news. Go check it out. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time, go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Our first guest knows a thing or two about Adam Schiff. He time and again proved that Adam Schiff did not tell the truth to the American people about Russia collusion and many other things that he claimed to know about earlier in his life. He's the former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, currently the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, which, of course, is the parent company for Truth Social, the great social media app. Joining us right now, great friend of the show, former Congressman Devin Nunes. Congressman, great to have you back on, sir. John and Amanda, it's great to be with you on a very crazy day. I'm glad that only you, John, are in Washington, D.C., and Amanda and I are <laughs> safe to be held in a secret location somewhere what? that's not Washington, D.C. What are you saying? You, miss, you don't miss Washington? <laughs> Boy, not from what I saw there today. It was oh, uh, quite Lord. a day. You know, he's, I think you know, it started off with, I saw a clip of, of Sheriff, uh, now Congressman, Sheriff Higgins, having to actually physically stop a lunatic from trying to come up to the mics and attack members of Congress. Yeah. Um, you know, where were the Capitol Police at? That was right outside the Capitol. Then later you saw something that I, that I hadn't seen in a while, and that was outside the Capitol. You saw members of Congress yelling at each other, MTG and some guy who I don't recognize, and I guess right. AOC was there. Uh, but look, these are troubling times, and I think it's, it's, it's what's happened really since the degradation of all the institutions, starting with the Russia collusion hoax, which really put it in overdrive. Yeah, and you did so much to unravel that. I don't think the Democrats have ever recovered from your unraveling of it. I want to start uh, with the whistleblowers, though, today. There was some really dramatic testimony weaponizing 
uh, security clearances so that a, an FBI agent can't work, therefore he can't get paid, and so these guys sit at home. No ability to make money for their family for a year. It seems like a really unfair process. But in the course of that, there was a shocking acknowledgement, and apparently the House Judiciary Committee's confirmed this, that the FBI obtained uh, the bank records of many January 6th defendants, suspects, or just people attending that day in Washington from the Bank of America uh, without having to issue a subpoena or national security letter. Uh, apparently the bank volunteered them, according to the testimony. Uh, I thought we had a Fourth Amendment. I thought these sort of bank records were like some of the sacred things in our privacy closets of Americans. Um, your reaction to what we heard today from the whistleblowers and specifically that uh, new revelation? Well, look, we don't know what we don't know yet, but I think it's probably much worse. We still don't have all the footage from, Jan the, from January 6th from the tapes. I was in the Capitol that day. There's so many strange things that have happened. I've never understood why they went so, so far to bury the tapes. We have so many reports of people who weren't even in our nation's capital, who received a knock on the door from their local FBI agent. So you start to compile, you have the whole weirdness with Ray Epps, who was on the FBI's most wanted list, then suddenly disappeared from the most wanted list, even though he was clearly seen on video helping people get into the Capitol that day. So I guess the bottom line here, John, is, is the fact that they would go after bank records. I don't think that's any surprise. And although not legal, but the problem here is, is that, you know, I guess if in Margot Cleveland and today's Federalist had an interesting take on Durham, yeah. and I think, you know, there's plenty that we can get into. We could spend a whole show on it. But it was basically I just summed it up as Durham basically said, look, I looked at this. He did a pretty good job of looking at the stuff that he did look at. He left so much out, and we don't know why he left it out, whether or not he could get to it at all. But the bottom line is that he basically said, I can't do anything because if 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 good men do nothing, then you know bad things will happen. That's essentially what he said. I'm I'm kind of just summing it up into that. He kind of just threw up his hands, uh, you know, and said, Oh yeah, the FBI had taken you know corrective courses. I mean, look, we know that that's just not true. Um, they've only gotten worse from here. And I say that, you know, a lot of people say this is about the 2016 election, but people forget it wasn't about the 2016 election because Donald Trump crushed them in the 2016 election. They got their asses handed to them. It was Obama <laughs> and his team that came after the 2016 election that then led us into the whole Mueller witch hunt. And we, we you know, I think Republicans lost in 2018, yeah. largely because of the Russia hoax. Fast forward to 2020, Russia hoax is still around. You still have you know, millions of Americans out there poisoned by it that thought, you know, a majority of Americans thought in 2020 that Trump did have something to do with Russia. That doesn't include the 51 spies who lied, the Hunter Biden laptop from hell that involved the FBI, the same people in the Obama administration and the CIA. That's all in 2020. And then this is what people, I, I'm going to say this continually until people start to understand it. The raid on Mar-a-Lago right before the election in 2022, not that long ago, was solely designed to interfere in the election. It backfired on them. But because Donald Trump was the number one fundraiser for the National Senate Committee, the Congressional Committee and the RNC, they desperately wanted to take him off the battlefield. That was the Biden DOJ. That was the current FBI. For God's sakes, they raided a former president's home. It's completely stuff that happens in third world countries and it's been in a republic. And look, it, and it's possible 
that that did have. You know, Republicans did not do as well as we thought we were going to do. We did win the House of Representatives, so they interfered in the 2022 election. And of course, now they have a brand new special counsel, all kinds of other shenanigans that are going and, and heading into the 2024 election. So they have not, not only have they not learned anything, they have put what they're doing on steroids. They're stepping on the gas. They're not stopping with the weaponization of the FBI and the Department of Justice and every other damn government agency that they can get their hands on. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I agree. I think that situations like this either compel Congress to do something and these institutions to be fixed or it emboldens them even more when nothing happens. And one of those whistleblowers today, C. Friend, I remember his original allegations. He was talking about the violation of American Sixth Amendment. John just cited Fourth Amendment. But we're also looking at, at issues pertaining to the Second Amendment because they were prioritizing folks who had made purchases, firearms purchases to the top of the list. So Americans are looking at all of their civil liberties being peeled away like onion layers by the DOJ, by the FBI. So... As far as the FBI is concerned, you know, John and I have had this, this perpetual conversation about what the fix is. Do you throw it out? Do you start over? Um, or it, are there any pieces of the FBI left other than the rank and file? Because there are good men and women who, who work for the FBI. But, but what of the institution of the FBI is still salvageable? Uh, probably none. Uh, but the problem is, is that you need probably 65 Republican senators because you're going to have you have rhinos. You need at least 60. You need two, the House controlled by at least you know half Republicans, preferably two thirds, and a Republican president. And you know, right now, you know, I don't know the odds of that happening. And so, I think it's going to get worse before it gets any better until good men, what's left of any good men that are that are around the nation, finally st stand up and say, "Look, enough is enough." And and look, this doesn't get compared a lot. And I know there's this. Everybody's heard this many many times. But how do you take? And, and square up all of the riots, the BLM riots, the Antifa riots, the fact that guys, members of Congress got attacked, including myself and many others that were more violently attacked, you know, going to the White House for the for the, you know, during the pandemic for the RNC speech that President Trump gave. Um, you know how many people have been busted for any of that? Zero. Zero point zero zero. Nobody's gotten busted or virtually no one. And yet here you have what happened on the Capitol. You juxtapose that with the Jan 6 people. You know, these pe most people that, that do the rioting, they either don't get busted or they sue and they actually get rewards. And yet you have these January 6 people who are sitting in jail right now, some of whom weren't even in the Capitol. And as far as I know, there's only been one person that's been busted for actually breaking, physically breaking windows and breaking into the Capitol. No problem with that person getting busted. But you have thousands, tens of thousands, 20,000, this whole lunatic left wing army that's out there of these black, you know, those, these people that cover up their face with these black masks. Yeah. Nobody knows who they are. Nothing's happened to them. Things are going to get worse. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover 
with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800-200-GOLD. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. 800-200-4653-GOLD. Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Welcome back once again, everybody. The DOJ is under even more scrutiny following a controversial Biden U.S. attorney appointee in Massachusetts by the name of Rachel Rollins, who is set to resign in the coming days following a review by the DOJ's inspector general for an appearance at a political fundraiser that featured First Lady Jill Biden. She claimed that she had all the proper approval, but other sources indicated that the permission that she did obtain was very limited. So the investigation continued into other ethics issues such as the use of her personal device for official business and a trip that she took out here to California that an outside entity paid for. Now, remember, this is an appointee that the Biden-Harris administration fought very hard for with the vice president going over to Capitol Hill to cast the tie-breaking vote for her uh, for that nomination. So joining us now to discuss this and the other controversial news surrounding our Justice Department today is former U.S. Attorney Brett Tolman. Brett, welcome back show. Great to see you again, sir. Great to see you. Thanks, Amanda. Good to be with you, John. It's great to see you. And I want to ask you specifically about Rachel Rollins, because, um, you know, you you can look at the details of her case, the things that she did. But to me, there's there is an overarching theme that I think um, is is the problem itself and where these other things are just symptoms of the problem. And I think the problem We are starting to see so much weaponization, not only within the DOJ, obviously our intelligence communities, but what Rachel Rollins did appearing at this event with the first lady, having these close ties, 20 years ago, someone wouldn't have done that, not only because there there were questions ethically, but just the optics of it. And now we are seeing them so bold about these relationships. They don't care what the optics is. They don't care if you know face forward in black and white or in color picture 
that they have these relationships with Democrats. And th- I, I got to feel like this is bit by bit tearing down institutions in our country, specifically our justice system. Yeah, Amanda, you hit on something that's very sensitive to me. Um, I'll tell you, when I was coming in as U.S. attorney, uh, the outgoing U.S. attorney gave me one bit of advice. And the advice was, do not cede your independence and your power to Washington, D.C. I, I don't think I fully realized at the time wh- why he was stressing that. But as I've watched over the last 10, 15 years, Washington, D.C., like a vacuum, has sucked in all of the U.S. attorneys, um, their independence, and has demanded, in essence, you know, fealty to the political um, wind of the day that they're, they're that is blowing their flag. And it, it's sad because very few people know that U.S. attorneys are – independently nominated and confirmed. They serve at the pleasure of the president. They cannot be fired by the attorney general. And yet they have ceded all of that independence in an effort to be on the same page with the political agenda. That's why you're seeing U.S. attorneys that feel comfortable going to, for example, a a political fundraiser, why you see decision making and stalling on the Biden laptop information, why you see creating out of whole cloth the Russian collusion is because they no longer have transparency or accountability after having lost all of that independence. Yeah, such an important point. And it, it seems to be a, a spectacle that keeps growing. We're seeing more and more signs of it every day. It's very scary to me. I want to go back to something that happened in 2017, because a lot of people didn't probably think about this when the Durham report first came out on Monday. But there was a congressman, uh, Bill Posey from Florida, who asked the question of Rod Rosenstein, are you sure there's a good reason to be appointing Robert Mueller special prosecutor? Did you really have a crime to investigate? And Rod Rosenstein, I can't get into the details, but assure you it was the right thing to do. We have all the justification for it. Well, John Durham's uh, report clearly undercuts the need for having had a special prosecutor or even an FBI probe. Going back, Rod Rosenstein's stewardship of the department on the Russia collusion what lessons should we learn from it? Well, John, I, you know, you hit a very interesting point in history. I'll, I'll go back even further, uh, roughly 20 years ago, 20, 2003, 2004, two individuals went to Capitol Hill and testified in front of Congress, extolling and begging and pleading for Congress to expand the power of the FBI and DOJ yeah. under the Patriot Act and under the FISA Act. Those two individuals were Jim Comey and Robert Mueller. Now, not coincidentally, later then, they would be working hand in glove in terms of the operation that we've heard of now being exposed. Their protege, Rod Rosenstein, I I know Rod, I I like, I'm very proud of the work that, you know, he and I both did when we were U.S. attorneys. But I think the political pressure was so substantial given the level of respect at the time for Mueller and Comey that is very difficult for people to stand up and to actually say, hey, wait a minute, are, are we sure? Because they had, they had given such deference to Mueller and Comey over the years yeah. that they could not imagine that they would be the ones instigating the corruption. But they are. And Comey, um, you know, will we'll be digging out of that, that level of corruption for, for many years. That's a good point, I wanted to ask you about um, 
Obviously, in blue cities across America, we have seen crime skyrocket. There have been multiple efforts across America. Shockingly, one was successful up in Northern California and San Francisco of ousting their DA, Chesapeake Uh, But there are a lot of Soros-funded DAs, the one that John and I have talked about uh, frequently over the last year, and issues surrounding this woman is Kim Gardner. Um, I believe Missouri Attorney General uh, classified his issues with her as neglect of duty. I would say dereliction of duty. She obviously, uh, due to her lack of prosecution, has really fueled crime crises in city uh, in that city of, of St. Louis. Um, she's gone. She, I think, originally was going to resign on, J- on June 1st, but she's gone now. How do we take what was done with, with Kim Gardner, a woman whose values and prosecution record did not at all align with the people of that city. How do we take that and, uh, and proliferate it across other cities in America? Amanda, I think you're, yeah, we should. You're hitting on a very important issue. I mean, the one role of government that we, we probably all agree on in this country is the need to keep its citizenry safe. Um, I hear across this country, um, you know, through my organization that I'm executive director of Right on Crime, the top issue right now are rogue prosecutors, prosecutors who are letting people out, refusing to prosecute, issuing blanket policies that are jeopardizing the safety of, of their their citizenry. And the reality is, I, I love what Texas's response was, for example, they immediately passed laws um, in enabling a commission to uh, giving them the power to remove a district or a county attorney if in fact they are neglecting their duty, if they issue policies, blanket policies to refuse to prosecute certain crimes. It's that kind of effort that it's gonna take in every single state in order to avoid um, this continued wave of crime, violent crime that, that is you know, rightfully so scaring many of the citizens in this country. And I encourage people who care about this issue to go take a look at the great work you're doing at uh, Right on Crime. I just You're making such a mm-hmm. difference with policy solutions and highlighting the things that are uh, awry there. A really important voice in this debate right now. Brett, I want to turn to something that came up at the whistleblower hearing today. There's always the back and forth between management and, uh, and, and agents sometimes when they disagree. But one thing uh, seemed to be a very large issue, and that was the acknowledgement uh, that the FBI attained bank records of uh, January 6th defendants, suspects, and even just people in the city on January 6th from Bank of America without having to get a subpoena. According to the whistleblowers, if their account is true, the bank just turned them over. Um, I kept thinking, where was the Fourth Amendment? But maybe I'm missing something. Did that strike you as odd today, that acknowledgement or that, that revelation? No, it doesn't strike me as odd. It's illegal. It doesn't strike me as odd. And the reason it doesn't is I I represented a couple of defendants, January 6th defendants, and I began to be very concerned. Um, One of the individuals never charged, but also would have been very difficult to to determine that he was there in Washington, D.C. without some illegal measure by the FBI. Well, they don't believe it's illegal, John. What they're doing is they're they're identifying the January 6th investigation, the entire investigation as one of a national security investigation, which under the Patriot Act has allowed them to expand the power and and some of the things that they can do under the guise of protecting national security. So in their minds, they think it's legal. And and those of us that have practiced in this area, uh, I think it's unconstitutional. All right, folks, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. 
Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Seamus Berner, he co-authored a book with me called Fallout. And I look back at that book almost every day because we still are living some of the very important issues that occurred that, uh, during the Russia collusion and Ukraine scandals. He's the director of research at the Government Accountability Institute with Peter Schweitzer there. Of course, you know him. And of course, author of his own book, How Many and Politics Drive, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. Joining us right now is my good friend, Seamus Bruner. Seamus, welcome back to the show. Hey, John. Hey, man. It's good to be with you. We love having you. I want to start uh, with the Durham report, because a big part of our book, take a look at what it was that the Democrats did that they didn't want Americans to know in 2016 about their their corruption and their uh, dealings with Russia. So they kind of invented a shingle to put on Donald Trump's house called Russia collusion. Uh, when you read the Durham report, what was your reaction? I haven't had a chance to ask you about it, but uh, you did such great work in exposing what the Democrats had a problem on Russia. What did you think when you read that report? Well, it was really breathtaking. It was shocking. And it, it took me back a number of years, about five years ago, when yeah. you had all of uh, or a good portion of this stuff. And it was it's a fantastic report. And it really puts kind of a final nail in the coffin of the Russia collusion narrative. Now, the one problem I have with it is 
that we knew a lot of this stuff a long time ago, and now it's too late, apparently, to do anything about it. I really wish there would be some accountability. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, well, and that was the interesting reading the report, is that I feel like if people had just followed reporting from John Solomon this whole time, then they there would, really wouldn't have been any surprises. Speaking of not having surprises because of people who have reported on things, Seamus, I want to ask you a question uh, about the Bidens, obviously. Many, many questions, um, more acute questions are being asked about not only Hunter Biden, but also Joe Biden's involvement in things. But but with respect to Hunter Biden and everything that's coming out, the, especially the, the suspicious activity reports, um, you've got oversight and judiciary collecting evidence, going through this discovery process, very methodical about it. Um, I can't imagine that they wouldn't subpoena Hunter. He's, I'm sure that he's the only person who can answer a lot of the questions that they want asked. But if he doesn't show up, I remember when Democrats had control of the House and they subpoenaed conservatives and they either did or were tempted to hold them in contempt. So if the president's son doesn't show up for a subpoena, doesn't show up to testify, does his own father's Department of Justice hold him in contempt? Well, that's a great that's a great question, Amanda. Uh, his father's Justice Department has been doing a pretty good job of protecting him, so it's hard to imagine they they would. But uh, you know, this comes also, and then on top of that, it comes down to uh, a judge in Washington D.C., and we know that they're pretty favorable towards Democrats. So you know, that remains to be seen. But we do have some good news, some breaking news, really. Uh, my my colleague Peter Schweitzer broke this just the other day on uh, Cat's radio program. The the oversight committee is going to uh, they have I believe subpoenaed Joe Biden's cell phone records. This is the sort of burner phone that Hunter had been paying for eleven years. So this is one of the critical bills that you know Hunter pays several of his father's bills. One of those bills is the cell phone. And this is not an official phone. This is not, you know, this is kind of where he texts his dad and uh, other phone calls, uh, potentially very interesting phone calls. We should be getting more information on that. That'd be a big moment if that happens. That's a big deal. Seamus, I want to talk about um, what we know about China, because I've been looking through some new uh, exchanges in 2015 and 16. They're not on the laptop, but the FBI obtained them elsewhere. It's very clear that China just wanted to borrow the Biden's name as a good housekeeping seal so they could gobble up assets in the United States that met the Chinese national security interests. Maybe uh, an auto parts manufacturer makes sensitive jet parts, um, uh, energy assets and things. You did more work than anyone in this area. The, the Bidens had to know that China was just using them as a cover, right? I can't see how they wouldn't. I mean, this, you know, and you had... You've had many examples of this, of, of high level political families making deals with suspect or even uh, adversarial regimes, China. Right. Uh, you had the Clintons, of course, with their Uranium One deal, and they took a bunch of money from Ukraine. And so you see time and again in the Biden emails that not only are they sort of throwing caution to the wind, they welcome it. They say, uh, we want to run these academic ventures, much like the Clinton Global Initiative. That's after the Clinton Global Initiative has been exposed as basically a influence peddling operation for foreign oligarchs. So yeah, the Bidens welcomed it and uh, they certainly enjoyed the money that came with it. Yeah. 
Well, and you you both, frankly, are so intimately knowledgeable about the Biden's uh, connection to China and everybody. I'm going to take this moment to plug your book again. Everybody go read it. Fallout by John Solomon and Seamus Brenner. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, uh, I wanted to dig in on that a bit because being so intimately knowledgeable of these connections and let's face it, the Biden administration, there have been a lot of questionable policies that have been enacted under this president. Are, by your estimation, are there any policies that have been enacted that when you heard about them, you saw it on TV, you know, Democrats passed this, Biden passed this executive order or signed this executive order. Were there any of those that you looked at the TV screen and you thought, I know exactly why that's happening? Well, it's interesting you bring that up, Amanda, because just just this past week, there was some really big news. Wendy Sherman had to leave the State Department. That yeah. is a massive, high-level person that has to resign sort of in disgrace here. And you really wonder, was that because Wendy Sherman was trying to be favorable to the Chinese, or was she just doing the bidding of the administration and now has to fall on her sword? Um, I'm not sure, but yes, the Biden administration has time and again been very soft on China. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Seamus, uh, Government Accountability Institute is doing some of the best research, some of the best accountability journalism anywhere in the planet. For people who want to get read up and get smart like you are, you know so many different things. What's the best way for them to engage GAI? Well, you can go to thedrilldown.com. That's our website. And we post uh, stories, you know, some, some pretty big stories, including this one on uh, the subpoena phone records. And uh, thedrilldown.com, and I'm at Seamus Bruner on Twitter. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Just the News. No noise. The Democrats have been steadfast on reducing carbon emissions, even if that means spending tens of billions of dollars and pushing bad policy like banning gas stoves and dishwashers down our throats. But as California implements new emission standards for trains and finalizes their new rule requiring electric trucks by 2036, these policies don't just seem like a bad and very expensive idea. They're harmful to America's economy. Our courageous men and women who drive rigs across our nation really do thankless work. And of course, their industry is the target of these latest policy attacks pushed by the left. But just how bad is it going to get? Well, our next guest is the proud co-owner and vice president of JKC Trucking Headquarters in the Midwest. And he joins us now, Mike Kucharski. Welcome to the show, sir. We're happy you're here. Amanda, thank you for having me on your show. 
You know, John and I often talk about with respect to climate policy that oftentimes the cart is put before the horse. And I think that for a lot of people in Washington, D.C., a lot of people who are considered a part of, of the swamp or even across America, people who, who, don't, who aren't really close to the heartbeat of America, they don't understand how much trucking uh, enables us to live our lives and stock grocery store shelves and put fuel in gas stations and things like that. They are destroying that industry piece by piece by piece. How optimistic are you that this can be turned around? You know, uh, this this mandate is based on brand new technology and I support green energy, but this is extremely frustrating. You know, I do not agree with the EPA for the more I'm kind of sick of the EPA and the administration jamming it down the throats of the truckers. You know, example, California wants to force half of its truck to be electric by 2035. These regulations are not practical for reasons. Costs, infrastructure, testing and data, driving range, uh, you know, a new clean diesel uh, haul, clean long haul tractor typically costs about one hundred eighty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars. A comparable uh, electric tractor costs upwards of four hundred eighty thousand dollars. That's a three hundred thousand dollar upcharge in costs, prohibiting for the overwhelming majority of, of carriers. More than ninety five percent of the trucking companies are small businesses operating. 10 or fewer fewer trucks you know, complying with these mandates will push many carriers out of business and tighten the capacity nationwide, causing severe price inflations for, for all goods. That's a great point. Mike, there's a lot of concern uh, in Washington about the stress that we've already placed on uh, the supply chain system and the delivery system. We got rid of some pipelines that meant more oil and diesel had to go into trucks. We're asking so much of our truckers right now, and now we want to add significant cost to their bottom line and impracticality about how far they can drive before their electric battery drives out. What do everyday truckers feel about the Biden administration? They're blue collar. They work hard. They make this country go. What message would they send to President Biden and his green energy uh, advisors? No, it's, it's, it's a great question. You know, most truckers support green energy, but they would say the infrastructure and the power grid is not ready. There's not enough charging station. Um, let me give you an example. Uh, Andrew Boyle of uh, Boyle Transportation went to Washington to testify uh, before a Senate Environmental and Public Works subcommittee on the future of, of clean vehicles. He gave examples of, of one trucking company that tried to electrify just 30 trucks uh, at a terminal here in Joliet, Illinois, and local officials shut down uh, those plans saying that that would draw more electricity than is needed to power the entire city, you know? And second, you know, how's California gonna, you know, produce enough power to charge all these trucks? Uh, last time I checked, uh, California had the two hottest summers on, on record. And on the news, they were saying, don't plug in your electric cars in the summertime. So how are we gonna charge these trucks? Good yeah, and, and my gosh, I mean, this affects, there, there's such a ripple effect because if you do this with the trucking companies, then what happens to, you know, the pilot flying J's, the loves truck stops and them having to switch over to the electrical grid. But but for everyday Americans, when this type of legislation is pushed, when they're ramming this policy down people's throats, how, how does it affect everyday Americans? Is it really essentially just the supply chain issues or what else? 
it's the supply chain issues and, and all these extra costs that the truckers would have to take on will be only trickled down to the end user of the goods, the American people. You know, if we're gonna have to pay these crazy amounts for these electric trucks, we're gonna have to, you know, somehow fund this because it's not, they're not gonna give us these trucks for free or, or exchange it for our diesel trucks. So we're gonna have to become creative with, with, with the cost to cover this, to keep the wheels rolling because if we won't, all the truckers could be out of business and that would be just bad for the American people and, and, and for the U.S. economy. Yeah, such a great point. People forget at the end of the day, the consumer is going to have to pick up the tab because that's the only place to send the cost downstream. Uh, there's a very important election come up. And of course, uh, truck drivers are small and uh, truck bu driving businesses, small business owners, uh, union members. Uh, they're going to have a very big voice in the 2024 election what message do you think they want to send with their vote in 2024, given all they've experienced in the last few years? Yeah, you know, we need a call to action. This technology is being pushed through way too fast with little testing and data. The truckers need an affordable hybrid truck. Uh, I would suggest with two systems of, of power, if one shuts down, breaks, the other one continues, maybe even three systems, you know, because we're having issues with the diesel trucks as it is. So when we move into a new technology, I think we should have more than one just in case it fails. If our bat, uh, electric batteries go dead, the coal kills them, et cetera. Yeah, great point. Mike, the trucking industry, people don't really associate with politics, but as we saw during COVID, we saw a whole faction of truckers in uh, Canada go to, you know, to, to petition their own government. And here, you know, every once in a while, you hear these murmurs about truckers striking and how devastating that would be uh, to the rest of America. If but when 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 we hit the road, when when metal hits the road, when feet hit feet hit the pavement, whatever the phrase is, um, at the end of the day, if these policies are passed, would the trucking industry strike? I mean, I think we would have to strike because this would be this would be you know outrageous, and and we couldn't how's this? We would have to protest to protect the American people. You know, we're not doing this to be difficult, but we 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 how's this? Lawmakers need to sit down with the truckers so we can show them our problems, uh, educate them, so we could work these out together. These lawmakers are just making these decisions without getting with uh, the trucking companies, and this is going to affect. Everybody, the consumers, uh, the, the truckers, everybody, everybody we know. All right, folks, that wraps up our Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. A big thank you to our guests, particularly Devin Nunez and Brett Tolman. They've been so busy, they've been in high demand with all the things going on. They really spent some quality time with us. I really want to thank them for that. And of course, Seamus Bruner, one of my all-time favorite colleagues, journalists, researchers, one of the best that journalism has ever produced. He works with Peter Schweitzer. All right, enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. Thank you for joining me and spending some of it with me and Justin News. Of course, if you want more headlines and breaking news like this, you can always go to justthenews.com or download the Just the News news app at the Apple iPhone store and the Google Play Android phone store. We have that. You can also sign up for our daily newsletters at justthenews.com slash newsletter. That's a very important place to go. You get a newspaper in your email inbox every morning at 7 a.m. That's a good deal. All right, folks, that wraps it up. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you. We're heading into Memorial Day week. That's a very exciting thing. One of my favorite holidays to honor the fallen, the brave, the extraordinary heroes upon which this great nation was built. We'll have a lot of conversation about that next week. Until then, God bless you. Have a great evening. We'll be back on Monday with a new edition. 
Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews.